welcome to Let's Talk Diz, a show that gives you everything you need to know to help make your Disney vacation as magical as can be in just about 20 minutes. I'm your host, Jeff Coviello. With me each week is Disney Master Sandy from Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services. Sandy, how you doing tonight? I am doing great. How are you? Well, I hope you've eaten. I hope, hope you're not coming to this show hungry. Is this really what I'm I know asking. better by now. <laughs> All right. So tonight we're going to start uh, a new entry into a new dining series that we're going to do where we're interested in, in, in breaking down and giving a little bit of an overview of some of our dining options on property. And tonight we're going to start at the Grand Floridian. We're going to start with Citrico's. And I'm excited for this series. You know, if you've been a listener of the show, Jeff and I spend way too much time talking about food. <laughs> and that's because there are some incredible restaurants on property and this really gives us the opportunity to look at where do you go your first night when you don't have a park reservation where do you go when you've brought grandma and grandpa along so you can have a date night we've done some dining series before but this one we're really going to delve into these restaurants well and there's nothing that frustrates me and and frustrates my wife to be quite to be quite honest with you, more than folks that come back from their vacation and they're like, oh, it's just enough with the chicken fingers and the hamburgers. And we're like, I don't know where you are going because it's just it's just not the experience that we have. And so that's why I think a show like this is important is that there are definite travelers to Walt Disney World that are looking for something that's not burgers and french fries while you can find that there, sure. But there is an incredible plethora of fine dining that you can have on property and this is definitely no no exception to the rule i've mentioned it it's at grand floridian so i'm not going to ask you where it is but why don't you give us a little bit of a breakdown of of what it is and what we need to know i'd love to but i'm also going to backtrack a second to your comment about chicken fingers and burgers because i hear that all the time this restaurant we're talking about many in this series are going to be what Disney calls signature dining. Some of them are just going to be new restaurants opening that are sit down that we're going to talk about. But I also want to say you can do fast food in Disney. And if all you've eaten is chicken fingers and burgers, then you haven't tried to look for anything else. Because I have to give them kudos. Even fast food, they've got fish and chips, they've got Asian, they've got barbecue, they've got so many different things. And I should also say they've got some great salads and other healthy options. So please don't come back and say all you had was chicken fingers <laughs> and burgers. Unless that's what you want and then have and at maybe it. an Uncrustable or two. Yeah, then have at it. That's fine if that's what you want, but not because you haven't actually been aware that it exists. All right. That is true. Citricos, what do we need to know? So we picked Citricos to start with because this is my love-hate relationship with Disney Dining. They don't just bring in new menus to these restaurants. Like everything else, they always want things new and current. And so we're starting with Citricos because it was totally refurbished, all new furniture and lighting and paint and theming and it reopened in july 2021 and so know that that happens pretty much at any point of any year one of my favorite restaurants is going to be closed for eight to ten months while they refurbish it so this one as you mentioned is at the grand floridian it is in the main building up on the second floor 
conveniently located right next to the Enchanted Rose. So if you're looking for that Beauty and the Beast bar, grab a quick drink before you head in here to this new Mary Poppins-themed restaurant. And at first, I'll be honest, I thought it was an odd choice of theming Mary Poppins. Um, But it really stays with the Grand Floridian theme. It is extremely subtle. I will tell you there are definitely some non-Disney people who might walk in and not even see any of the Mary Poppins theming. It's things like looking at the umbrella stand, going and seeing the art and knowing that's a picture of Cherry Tree Lane. It's in the color palette. And the other spot that it is my favorite is in what they were originally calling the kids drink specialty cup that I've now asked about getting at as an adult. They have an absolutely adorable little penguin cup. And I'm going to give you all your bargain tip of the day because I found the identical cup for half the price (laughs) on Amazon. And I will put the link in the show notes if you're dying for a penguin cup. Well, and just the, the color scheme alone, right. Is, is kind of, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and say it's kind of unlike anything else that you see on property, right? It's got it's got the Grand Floridian touches. It's got the the beautiful woodwork, but it's also it pops with the with color that is straight out of something like Mary Poppins and Mary Poppins Returns. You know, you're seeing purples and pastels and things like that that you know you don't necessarily always associate with fine dining. I would think, right? Definitely, but again. I don't know how they continue to get more and more and more talented Imagineers. When you describe it, you go, really? That doesn't work. I would love to be a fly on the wall at the pitch meeting. <laughs> how they take that and craft it into something that you walk into and you do see true elegance and you see a restaurant where, yeah, it is going to be 40 to $75 a plate and the pink and purple blends in and it's natural and beautiful. And you're not saying, wow, this could be Chuck E. Cheese. No. I mean, no. just incredible, incredible teams with Imagineering to create these masterpieces. Okay. So let's break down the menu. You know, I'll, I'll kind of let you take the lead there and then I'll pepper in pun intended with some different options that I think are, are interesting when you take a look at them at face value, but give us a little bit of a breakdown of when you look at the menu, what catches your eye? You bet. And of course, one of the things that they do so well is they deal with people like me coming to these restaurants and they deal with people like my sister. The difference, my sister is trained as a chef. She loves to eat the smoked duck and the pork belly and the unique fishes where I'm the one, if she's not with me, I'm texting her and saying, what is this kind of sauce? What is that? And so they've got some more basics, you know, a strawberry salad, a Citrico's specialty house salad, some plainer things for those of us that aren't as adventurous in dining or as refined of a palate, they go into an incredible list of entrees. And I will say one of the things that I love here 
is it is an open kitchen. So you can see them cooking, but you can certainly smell all the goodness in there. And you can see a lot of the dishes coming out of the kitchen. I'm a very visual eater, so I sometimes will take an extra minute or two to order because I want to see what something looks like. So for entrees, they've got a short rib, a rigatoni, a pasta, an incredible Oak Grill New York strip, a filet mignon. And again, you get that bit of elegance. They don't have side dishes. They have enhancements. And absolutely to die for truffle mac and cheese. Definitely, definitely, definitely do not skip that dish. <laughs> There's a lot of definitely's there. <laughs> you know, I think I could go and eat that for dinner every night on its own. Sure, sure. And the nice thing with the enhancements is they are large, so you can share it. You can get two or three and share among the table. If you don't feel, you know, it should be all about the pasta and the heavy cream. They've got a grilled marble potato in a roasted tomato aioli with ham in it, smoked cauliflower. Again, unique. It's not just, hey, here's some cauliflower. It has green curry, a chili crunch, and a citrus glaze to it. All of that elegance in upscale dining. But let's be let's be very specific too, because a lot of folks, when you're going to go to a fine steakhouse and you're ordering something like the, you know, the twelve ounce prime New York strip, you're ordering for everything on the side. That's not necessarily what you're getting here. When you're ordering the the, the strip here, you're getting potato, you're getting a broccolini, you're getting you know things on the side, and then those are those are enhancements, as you said. You're not ordering those as your side dishes, right? So, don't be confused when you see if truth be told, a $58 steak, that then you have to add on a $21 macaroni and cheese. That's not necessarily a requirement. but to, I think it is. But, but, to, but to your point, definitely, definitely, and I believe definitely, do not skip on the, on the truffle mac and cheese. I just think when you look at a menu like this, when you have everything as, as you know, the range of things from the guava barbecued short rib to, you know, house-made rigatoni like those are those are not to to butter poached mahi like those are not things that are one lane like there's just such a a wide span of really wonderful dishes here that to your point earlier it speaks to just a wide palette that the visitors that are going to come to this particular restaurant have that there really is something for everybody to jump into here whether you're super adventurous or whether you're just interested in sticking with something that's old, reliable, like a filet mignon, you will find something that you want that will be outstanding in this in this restaurant. Exactly. And they know that's the case for the kids, too. The kids' menu does have a sirloin steak and a shrimp, but it also has a grilled cheese and a cheese pizza. Right. So right. they're really about accommodating everybody. Well, and I, I do want to ask you about that, too, because... You know, sometimes there's conversations about these types of restaurants. This is, as you said, from 40 to $70, you know, entree on a plate here. You know, not that you're going to get into anybody's head or understand what their home is like, but we've had this conversation before. It's it's a fine dining experience. Do, do you see a lot of children frequenting a place like Citrico's? I would say definitely 
substantially less than you're going to find in Chef Mickey's. Right. Um, but there are always children in the restaurant when I've been there. Um, and here's what I say to my clients. Think about what we told you about this experience. This is not on par with Applebee's and TGI Fridays. If you hesitate to take your child to Applebee's and TGI Fridays because they can't sit and they're unhappy to be, you know, coloring or doing something to not disturb you and those around you, this isn't the place for you. But I know other people who routinely take their children out to fine dining at home and that's how their children have grown up and they're well-behaved or okay with an iPad with the sound turned off so that they are occupied during dinner. It's just like everything else that we talk about on this show. It's it's very specific to your traveling party, to the the needs and the behaviors of your entire party, essentially. Exactly. All right, so we didn't hit dessert. Hit me with dessert. We've got we've got a couple here that are just they just sound outstanding. I haven't had dessert here, so break it so down. So it'll me. shock you to know that I went right for the chocolate the first time. Yes. <laughs> they have a chocolate tort that is a combination of multiple kinds of chocolate with cherries and vanilla mascarpone cream oh. that is to die for. It is definitely not necessarily a single serving, so you can easily split the dessert. It is rich and wonderful. You can. But don't you can. You but can. That doesn't mean you should. You can. Right. Well, you know, <laughs> I like to split dessert because I didn't say that we will split a dessert. Right. Well, we that's fair. We will each get one and split them so that I get to try several things. That's fair. Because they also, to go along with that enchanted rose right next door, they serve an apple rose that is a beautiful presentation, their unique spin on an apple pie. They have an orange blossom flan and a blackberry tartlet. So no lack of desserts. And the other thing that there is no lack of is an incredible wine and cocktail menu here. Actually, probably 10 times the number of choices as there are of entrees. So a great seller and opportunity to pick some great things. Well, and it's one of those things too that, you know, obviously when you're designing a wine menu and you're designing a cocktail menu, you know, there's there's a science, there's an imagineering that goes into that as well when you're pairing it with what the menu has to offer. So as menus get redesigned for for the food aspect of your of your meal and your dining experience, you know, keep an eye on some of those those cocktails that may change from time to time as well. Uh, anything that we've missed that you think anybody needs to know about this particular restaurant tonight? I think a couple of things. First of all, if you just want to kind of take it in and see it, they do have a bar that you can go to without reservations. It does have some pretty limited seating, but typically you can get a seat there quicker. You can just have a cocktail You can just order that truffle mac and cheese (laughs) or a full meal. They do also have a chef's table here. So you will from time to time see some unique experiences. There's an opportunity to do some private, very small party seating there. And I am hoping that we see 
the Dining with an Imagineer program used to be there once a month, and I'm hoping we see that come back soon. I think the last thing that we didn't talk about were views from this restaurant, because always when we talk about monorail restaurants, view is a big thing. And while this can have some very nice views, I would say that 50% of the restaurant has beautiful views of the Grand Floridian property, Mm -hmm. of the grounds, of the pool. There's a very, very limited amount of seating that can see towards the castle. So if this is the place that you're going for your fireworks dinner, this would probably be my fourth choice in terms of view. High up on the food quality, but if you're truly going to have dinner with fireworks, you're going to have to get pretty lucky in the table you get here. Well, you know what that means, don't you? It means multiple that, tries. It, mean, it means that we're going to have to break down where we can eat dinner on this on this particular property in order to get the best firework view too. That just sounds like we're going to have to have another show about dining at the Grand Floridian. It's just going to have well, to happen. I, I will say we've got a couple coming up as there are some things returning and with reimagined menus over the next few weeks. But my favorite on property, as I alluded to earlier, is currently closed for a refurbishment. That is Narcusi's at the Grand Floridian. And we're hearing early 2023 for that. And I can assure you, I will be there to bring you the latest <laughs> on that when it reopens. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Thanks for taking the time tonight to start this new series. I've enjoyed it. I didn't come in hungry, but I'm not going to lie to you. I, I really could go for some of that mac and cheese right about now. I did my job. <laughs> Have a great week. You too. And that's a wrap this week on Let's Talk Diz. If anyone you know could benefit from this or any show, please share. Have them like and subscribe. And don't forget to reach out to the folks at Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services for any Disney destination planning. Make it a great week. And as always, keep making memories.